Hello and welcome to the FPL Loud podcast with me, Chris Hopkins, and I'll be joined twice a week by Andy Case as we take a more relaxed look at the addictive and competitive world of Fantasy Premier League. That's right, Chris. Uh, Here on the FPL Lounge podcast each week, we'll preview the upcoming game week in Fantasy Premier League, uh, taking team news, injuries, form and things we've spotted into account. Um, We'll also round off each week with a review of the weekend's action and we hope to have some fun and games along the way too. That's two pods a week, twice the fun and twice the trouble for, 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 for everyone to listen to us. We are super excited that football is back and the 2021 season Sorry, the 2020-21 season uh, looks to be really exciting. You know, I, for one, can't wait to find out which newly promoted player will it be this year's John Lundstrom. Yeah, and I am looking forward to see if anyone can challenge City and Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea have made a lot of signings. United were in good form towards the end of last season. Can they carry that on? be interesting to see. So, come on then, Chris. Who, um, who is going to be the new John Lundstrom? You know what? I'm super excited about Leeds' two wing-backs. Like, they don't have the greatest stats in the world, um, but both Luke Ayling and Stuart Dallas look like different players in the last few years under under Marcelo Bielsa. If you'd have told me a few years ago when he was uh, playing for Yeovil Town that Luke Ayling would be a starting right wing-back in, in the Premier League, I'd have, I'd have told you that you're an idiot. But um, So I'm really excited to see him. I think West Brom have some really interesting midfielders as well, and that signing a great Dean Garner, he was superb last year in the championship. So I'm really excited to see him step up. And then you can't talk about newly promoted players and not talk about Alexander Mitrovic. He's already done it in the Prem before. Um, he's an international caliber striker, and I think in a, considering there's a dearth of Premier League uh, strikers really in FPL this year because of some of the some of the position moves, I think he is uh, he's a really good option for his price. What about you then? I know obviously you are. A big, big United fan, but I know as you as you mentioned, Chelsea have made some really, really eye-catching signings. I mean, which of those do you think that that, that really have the potential to take FPL by storm this year? Yeah, well, you you talked about a dearth of strikers, and I think Timo Werner's you know going to be probably in a lot of people's thinking. I mean, the stats say he is so far uh, a, a reasonable number. It's sort of fluctuating, but between thirty and forty percent of of managers already seem to have selected him. So, yeah, he, he's obviously very likely to be Chelsea's number nine. There's a chance he could play on the left, but, you know, it seems likely that, that Lampard will play him through the middle. He scored plenty of goals in the Bundesliga last season. And with the number of other attacking signings, Ziyech, um, obviously now just signed Kai Havertz as well. He could be being provided with a lot, lot of opportunities. I mean, and then Havertz himself, to sort of briefly mention him there, 8.5 million has just been announced he'll be in the game for. I mean, that just seems ridiculously cheap. Um, the way that German commentators talk about him, I got to see a little bit of him, obviously, after the lockdown and Germany started up first and he looked like a really good player. Um, and yeah, like I say, German commentators talk about him in very, very high regard. Um I think they described him as some kind of a mix between Ozil and Balak or something like that. So that that's an in, interesting hybrid. We'll we'll see. Yeah, high praise indeed. And and I agree. I watched watched a bit of him um, when the Bundesliga came back, and often he played as a bit of a false nine as well. So he's clearly got goals in him, got a lot of a lot of fantasy points potential. So I think for eight point five million, I I would be shocked if he stays that price um, sort of come come, come mid October. But we will see. And that's the beauty of Fantasy Premier League. Everything can change 
so quickly. So Andy and I really do hope that we can take you through all the trials and tribulations of of, of your mini league and, uh, and and giving as much of our own thoughts as possible for the season ahead. We hope to engage with our listeners as much as, pos- as possible. And that all starts by following uh, FPL Lounge on Twitter. So that's at FPL underscore lounge, where we'll remain active throughout the season. And we're really looking f- forward to hearing your thoughts and as much feedback as possible on what we put out on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And please please do sort of get in touch. Let us know what you're thinking. Obviously, Chris and I, that we're starting out on this new venture, but it's not going to prove useful to anyone unless we know whether you like it or whether you don't. So do feel free to give us your opinions. And I'm sure throughout the season, we will certainly give you ours. Um, with that in mind, we better get selecting our teams for game week one. So our, look out for our preview pod, uh, which will be available this Friday, the 11th of September, just in time for you to get those last weeks in before the uh, new game week deadlines, which are 90 minutes before kickoff. So 11 a.m. this Saturday, the 12th of September. Um, and we'll look forward to sharing everything that happens this year with you. Best of luck for the season ahead. Mm-hmm.